Yo, it is the Stocks and Bars podcast where we talk about everything financial. And this time we're going to talk about something that is critical for everybody to have. And we're going to talk about life insurance. So let's kick this one off. Let's go. I got my click ready to use the money they got from jobs and courage and teaching them that it's not so hard. I'm doing this, making investing pop. You law is extra. You tuning in to stocks and bars. Yo, peace. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Stocks and Bars. It is I, Extro. You know, we talk about everything that touches money. Financially, we could do anything we put our minds to. So let's get into this topic today. Life insurance. All right, we're just going to talk about insurances, period. So let's kick this one off. All right. So when it comes to insurance, we have multiple different types of products out there that you can get for insurance. So, for example, there's, there's four main types that you can get for insurance, and that's your car insurance. That is health insurance. That's home insurance. And there's also life insurance. So of the four, two of these insurances are mandated for you to have. And that is home insurance and car insurance. Anybody understand why these two insurances of the four are required for you to have. And the reason they are required is only because they protect an asset for the person who's giving you the loan. So when it comes to your insurance, they are simply just protecting an asset of theirs. So let's let's break these down. We got the car insurance was just a liability on their end. So if something happens to the car, then you are covered. So then you got home insurance. If something happens to your home, you're covered. You can get a check of some sort if <laughs> they agree with what happened to your home. But that is home insurance. There's health insurance, which is not mandated, by the way. We used to have a federal level mandate, but that has since been lifted. But it's not something that you have to get. This is totally voluntary. So if something happens to you, you're not covered unless you elected yourself to have health insurance. And now the last one, life insurance. If you die you're covered. Now, does that make any sense to you at all? If you die, like, no, you will die of all the insurances. This is the only one that you are absolutely guaranteed to use, period. The other three are total ifs, <laughs> plausibilities possibilities, likelihoods, not guarantees. 
you're going to die. So why on earth is life insurance not mandated? Why is it that you can go your entire life without it being covered, giving your family some type of payout to cover the expenses, one, of you dying, and two, leaving something behind for them to resume a lifestyle that they lived while you were alive. You got to take care of yourself. No one is going to do anything for you but yourself. Get yourself educated on the topics regarding life insurance or any insurance, period. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to broaden that whole thing. Just educate yourself, period. There comes a time when you're out of school where a lot of the things that you learned, I'm going to challenge you to unlearn and relearn. Unlearn and relearn. There's a lot of things that don't necessarily fit today's society. And this is one of the topics that we definitely need to understand and take the lead on. Death is this very scary thing to people. Because we know it's the end. It's finite. There's no coming back from it. But the thing about death that people do not respect is that, you know, it is coming. That's not fearful. That's respectful. Now, the fearful part about it is you don't know when. But that should also be encouraging because that gives you the ultimate control over when you can do something about it. Now, if you're taking action to control the aspects of your life outside of your life. <laughs> that's con complete boss mode right there. You have to take action on things like this because nobody else is going to do this for you. So if you haven't taken the steps to understand life insurance, this is at least an introductory podcast for you to do that. I'm going to help you break down what life insurance is. There are two types of life insurance, period. Okay, there's whole life and there's term life. And there are two major <laughs> differences between these two types of insurance. Now, whole life insurance covers you for your whole life. All right. So let's let's get that. That's a very simple term to understand. Whole life covers your whole life. All right. So obviously term life is going to cover you temporarily for a specific term of your life. So whole life, whole life, term life, a specific term of your life. There are different terms that you can get covered for with term life. You can have as short as a two year. You can have as long as a 30 year, meaning that you'll be temporarily covered for two years or temporarily covered for 30 years of your insurance. So those are the two major products when it comes to life insurance, whole life and term life. 
Now, there are pros and cons to both insurances. So the major con to whole life is that people will deem it as expensive. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. All right. And then the major pro for whole life is obviously it builds cash value. Um, as long as you can continue to pay into that policy, the money will grow in that account. Now, the con to term life is that there is no cash value buildup in that. It is simply covering you for a term of your life. And during that term, that's what it gives you. If anything happens to you during that term, then you'll get paid out. If that term expires, guess what? You got no more insurance. And because if time has evolved and time is a major factor in the cost of insurance. If five years go by and you do not exercise your term, which most people don't. Then you'll be subject to a higher rate. When that term is over. That is one of the cons of term life insurance. Now, obviously, the pro is that it is cheap. It is dirt cheap, as a matter of fact. And a lot of people will actually recommend that you get term life insurance because of the value of it. Now, most likely you won't die in that term. And that's why this is a very popular way for people to get insurance because of the likelihood of you not dying in the coverage that you can get is extremely high. So if you do die, you've had minimal investment and the payout is greater. So those are just some of the simple pros and cons when it comes to life insurance, uh, term life versus whole life. That's going to be a, a battle. So when it comes to selecting which one you got to choose what's best for you. So at least let me give you the best scenarios that you may fit to help you identify which one will actually fit you best for your current life. So let's talk about if you're young. All right. I consider myself pretty young, even though I'm <laughs> I'm getting up there. But regardless of that, for a young person. The insurance that is likely going to work out best for you, and let's define young. Let's define young as under 20, all right? And under 20 is probably not going to make a decision like this. Your parents are probably going to make this decision for you. But if you're under 20, the best life insurance policy that you can likely get would be whole life. And it would be whole life solely because the price would be extremely cheap. Because of your youth, you have no health issues. You obviously haven't been exposed to much. So your life insurance would be extremely cheap and valuable because if money was being put into this at whatever time frame, it's built up some cash value and you can continue to build that. When it's full, then you have a full term. So when you're young, Choosing whole life makes a lot of sense. And it's mainly because you now have an investment vehicle with a whole life policy. 
So if you're young, I would highly recommend that you look into whole life insurance. So what if you're not young? So I'm saying young is going to be under 20. If you're not young, which we're going to talk about this mid range here, like 20 to 40. okay, and I fit in that. Probably a lot of you fit in that. If you're in that range, the best possible life insurance that you can get is actually going to be a combination of the two. And it makes sense because depending on your age, your insurance for your whole life is going to be cheap, cheaper, (laughs) cheap ish, and you can afford it. However, if you cannot afford it at this point in time, term life kind of makes some sense, right? Because you can get a policy that's going to cover you for a dirt cheap price. And you can have the combination of having whole life insurance at a somewhat value. And that way, if something does happen to you, you have one term, which is going to give you a very good coverage. And then you also have whole life, which is going to give you a guaranteed amount. What happens to you if you make it out of this term? Now you're covered. So a combination of the two makes some sense. There are different term lengths, obviously, and you got to figure that part out. But combining the two is going to work best for you. The sweet spot in between your 20s and 40s is the 30s. That joyous decade of life (laughs) that everybody gets to and starts to realize that they're no longer younger and they're getting older. Right. That's where I'm at. So in your 30s, what type of life insurance makes sense for you? Whole life is starting to get too expensive and term life is starting to make some sense to you because (laughs) you start thinking about the the finite things of life and your longevity is starting to come into question (laughs) in this time frame. So whole life is a little iffy for you, but term life makes some sense. And in this case, I think term life really does make the best investment choice because you might have a little bit more financial education on what you can do with that money that you're not spending on whole life in order to make it grow and cover you instead of depending on insurance to cover you. So let's talk about some enhanced strategies when it comes to life insurance. Life insurance is a very broad topic. There are a lot of ways that you can break down whole and there are a lot of ways you can break down term. So let's talk about some ways that you can take advantage of things. Now, one insurance hack that I'm definitely going to share with anybody I see is getting whole life as early as possible. So I have three girls. What I've learned about life insurance is that you can get whole life insurance for your child at the age of 15 days old. And this hack is brilliant because I'm going to pay an extremely low price. We talk about age being the 
primary factor for what's driving the cost of life insurance. At 15 days old, you can't get any better than that. So when your child is born, you can literally mark down day 15 in order to begin that policy. And you'll probably pay under 10 bucks a month just for a whole life policy that can cover up to $33,000. That makes a lot of financial sense for you to, to put that into there. And there are other vehicles you can put in for your child. But this is one of them that you can use that is going to give you. Or should I say is going to give your child money when the time comes for them to have access to. So that's something that I share with a lot of people. Get life insurance for your child at 15 days old. That doesn't mean that between after 15 days, it just goes bonkers. But anytime when they're young, take advantage of that because that is a price that you will never see. So that's, that's one hack there. All right. Get life insurance, 15 days old, whole life insurance. Hack number two. Okay, we've talked about term life and how they have different terms. So because they have different terms, they have different prices. Does it make any sense to have a two year term? Yes, it does. In some instances, right? If there's something that you know that is going to be high risk, that you can potentially die. That's <laughs> going to be within that two year window, then yeah, it does make a lot of sense in order to get you a two year term. But most of us are not in that situation where you're going to expose yourself to such high risk behavior. Most of us are probably going to have some type of lifespan of, you know, 60, 70, you're lucky, 80, or unlucky, however you want to look at it. But if you continue to go on, you're probably going to outlive a two-year term. So this is where the life hack of getting the 30-year term works out perfectly. So in my instance, a 30-year term makes total sense because what's very popular that you get is a product, a loan product, that's going to be 30 years. And that is your home. So a lot of times when you get your home, if you get a 30 year, there's also a 15 year term, by the way, if you get a 30 year mortgage and you want to be able to cover that asset. So if anything happens to you, then you can cover the house. You have another way of doing that by getting a 30 year term life insurance plan. It makes total sense. And that's one life hack that I can definitely share with you. Look into a 30 year term. And my final hack, this is boss level stuff right here, right? I'm not going to say I have done this yet because this is something that I'm looking into. But we've all heard of the term trust fund babies, right? And we associated that with some high level of wealth. As if you had to be super mega rich in order to take part in the trust fund <laughs> baby boom or whatever. That is a total lie. You do not need to be wealthy for that. Anybody can do this no matter what type of wealth they have. So what you do 
is you set up a trust. That's another discussion, but you can definitely look into setting up one. And when you set this trust up, what you do is you have a policy on the individuals who will be in this trust. And here's the hack. So when you do that, you're putting money back into the pot. And here's a trust fund baby thing. Okay. So when people eventually die that are in this trust, what happens is the money goes back into the trust. Think of it as the beneficiary, as the trust, not an individual person. That money goes back into the trust and that money continues to grow. So somebody dies that's within the trust, the money goes back into the pot and you can take a loan out against that. It's just an amazing <laughs> strategy. So look into getting a trust and setting it up properly and you can definitely have one of the biggest life hacks and start the financial revolution for your family and families to come. So that's going to be it for this episode of Stocks and Bars where we talk about everything financial sprinkled in with some hip hop and we about to get into that in a second. But before we do all that, I have to do a major shout out to my Empower Empire. The saying is you are who your closest five friends are is completely true. I want you to take a look at who your closest friends are and you more likely have the same financial situation. You more likely have the same background. There's a lot of things you're going to have in common with them. So if your friends broke, <laughs> you probably broke too. If your friends got money, you probably have money. All this is saying is that who you associate with defines who you are. So when you have a circle that empowers you, that is something that most people don't have. So my empower empire, yo, I love y'all. I appreciate you. Everybody who's been on the show, who's shown some love and, and gave some tips and just helped somebody out in general. Respect due. I appreciate you. So tap into your empower empire. There's a lot of people that you have in that circle or maybe out of that circle right now that you could tap into that do stuff. Like in my instance, I know a real estate mogul. Okay. In my instance, I know people in the financial industry. In my instance, I know people who flip houses. Okay. I know people who own businesses. I know a lot of different people and that's because I continue to build my circle and my circle of friends reflect who I am. Go out there, make sure if you want to grow, get people around you who either have grown and you want to get to that level or they also want to grow and you're sharing ideas on how to do that. So let's go wrap that up. All right. And let's get into these bars.
tell you about life insurance Why do we need it? Why it's so important? We all gonna die one day, you can't ignore it So when your skies turn gray, can you afford it? This a topic too often, it gets avoided You bring it up more than once, then it gets annoying Nobody lives forever, and you can't take nothing with you when you die So pass it on then the only policy you guarantee to use yeah. You pick one If your fam had to sing the blues Would you rather see them broke When that tragedy concludes Or have it mapped see. out On the bad chance you meet your doom I bet that you'd be hurt If you had to see them lose Leave something behind So the fam at least resume The way of life that they used to they used Let's to. make this business as usual. as usual Don't let your death reduce you uh.